This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The fact that we can turn this little metal knob Mm -hmm. and get clean water is shocking. This is not true for 99% of human history. It's not true for billions of people around the world who have to hike to wells for hours. And the fact that we can do it. So don't think about whether it's half empty or half full. Think about, oh my God, I can't believe there's water in my glass at all. Yes. Welcome to U-Turns, our podcast about all things change and transformation. I am Lisa Oz. And I'm Jill Herzig, and we're here today in the studio with someone who I actually grew up with and who um, has been a friend. I honestly, I can't remember not knowing him, but someone whose life has unfolded in a way that has been so fascinating to watch. Um basically a series of self-engineered U-turns that have been so fascinating and have, have been shared with the world. You go ahead and do the honors well, and introduce ha- Lisa. I will, but I'm having visions of both of you as like five-year-olds on the playground <laughs> hanging out together because yeah. you, you're lifelong friends. So we will not keep you in suspense, listeners, anymore. <laughs> Our guest today is A.J. Jacobs. He is a journalist and author of four New York Times. Is it four right now? Four, yeah. four New York Times bestselling books. The latest one, Thanks a Thousand, A Gratitude Journey. A.J. Jacobs, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Lisa. And thank you, Jill. And yes, I do know Jill from law. In fact, one of the highlights of my high school experience was Jill was, you know, superstar literary person on the, I believe you were on the literary magazine. I think probably. Uh, and I wrote a poem, and uh, which I'm not sure the quality of, but Jill <laughs> was very nice and complimented me on it. And I, the, this show is all about gratitude because that's my book. 
I still remember that as like a nice, warm, and fuzzy moment that I got a compliment from Jill Herzig (laughs) for my poem, Knickers. Do you remember it? I remember it. Can you recite it? It had to do with, uh, oh, it was not great, but Jill was very nice. (laughs) It had to do with, I guess... uh, you start out wearing knickers and then your pants get long and then they get short again when you retire to Florida. And I don't know. <laughs> something like that. The cycle of life. It's making me laugh Emma. even now. So let me re-compliment you on your poem knickers. <laughs> well, I think that's it, super it was, funny. It sounds profound. It's like, you know, man who is the Sphinx's riddle with, <laughs> right. yes. with his, you know, that two was, legs, three legs, four that, that yeah. whole thing. And I think it was also, two. yeah, you start out bald and then you get hair and then you get <laughs> bald, bald again. again. Yes. So there was all you like start profound. out chubby and then you get long and skinny and then you there get squat and chubby again. <laughs> it's all cycles. Oh, wow. So before we dig into gratitude, because we are definitely going there, I just want a little bit up of uh, just to talk about you for a minute. Because, you know, the, as we mentioned, this this podcast is about change and um, transformation and it happens. People sometimes choose it, like getting married or getting divorced. Sometimes it happens randomly. Life throws you curveballs. Curveballs. I haven't met anyone who is as deliberate and um, uh, I don't know, calculated about reshaping their lives and not just what they're doing, but they're everything about them as you are. You've choreographed U-turns repeatedly in your life in such a fascinating way and shared it with people can you become a human guinea pig you you metamorphosize into different beings every time you do a book that is true uh yeah i've become obsessed with trying things out and experimenting and self-improvement because i i need a lot of improvement (laughs) definitely a fixer-upper uh so yeah i've tried everything from uh I tried to live by all the rules of the Bible, so I the Ten Commandments, but also growing a huge beard. and That beard was big, AJ. It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> My wife wouldn't kiss me for seven months. No. That's how big it was. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I tried to be the healthiest person alive, so I did all sorts of uh, diets. And I went on your husband's show to talk about that. One of my, what, By the way, I still think about... I once um, I once went on your husband's show to talk about uh, apps, health-related apps, and one of them was Bowel Mover Pro, oh where God. you can record your bowel movements <laughs> and tweet them out to friends. Oh, and I, I you didn't th- do that, did you? He insisted. I brought oh it up. Gosh. I was like, you probably so don't sorry. want this, but he's like, oh, I love that one. Do I do I have to express <laughs> gratitude? For the existence of that app, because I just am not feeling it right now. But I love the way you did things. So, like, I remember talking to you about the year of living biblically, and you actually stoned someone, but you used pebbles. I, that's right. I did not want to go to jail, so I want to change. I want to experiment, but I don't want to spend the rest of my life in jail. So, yes, very small pebbles, but he didn't like it with the small pebbles. It was a very uh, tense. Uh, confrontation. So in all seriousness, what do you feel like has been the most valuable experiment that you've done on yourself? Value, I'm I'm calculating in terms of something that stayed with you, that positively changed your life. Well, I would say all of them have some sort of takeaway because if they're just like crazy larks, then what's the point? Um, One of the big ones was was gratitude, which we'll talk about. But, um, But a lot of them had a similar theme which is the importance of 
acting as if. The importance of, uh, uh, there's a great quote, I wish I could say I came up with it, but it's, um, it's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than to think your way into a new way of acting. So you act, for instance, with the, um, with the health book, I would wake up every morning totally overwhelmed and, uh, and I have no confidence that I could pull this off because it was just such a huge project. And, but I would pretend that I was confident and act as if I were confident. So I would call, uh, you know, a doctor and set up a, an appointment. I would call my publisher and say, let's throw a big party for this book uh, where we have uh, kale martinis, and, you know, <laughs> uh, and after a couple of hours of acting as if I were confident, I became more confident. And that has been a through line for all of them. I once did a project where I tried to be the best husband I could be because I got all these readers. What did that entail? Well, the usual, like, foot massages. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big sacrifice. It Sorry. was not easy. Not easy. Uh, but one of the things was I, uh, I vowed to buy a little present for my wife every day. Just a little, you know, like a guava-scented soap or whatever. And I would come home and I would give it to her. And even if that day I was annoyed at her, which is about 20% of the days, I would say, just the act of giving her a present, it, it convinced me. It's like, oh, I'm giving my wife a present. I must love her very much. And, it, and your mind catches up with your actions. The outer affects the inner. So huh. that has been one of the big themes of even if life. it feels like fake it till you make it. Yeah, well, no, especially especially yeah, if it feels that, like that fake it till you make it, fake it till you feel it, fake it till you become it. I'm a big fan. So don't wait fake. for the motivation; just do it, and the motivation will follow. Exactly. Deed before creed is another way to say it. That nice rhyme. People like rhymes. So so uh, if, okay. So which begs the question: if you. How do you get yourself to do something if you're not feeling it, right? Because a lot of people feel like they want to lose 20 pounds or they want to, like, write a novel. or There are million things that people want to do, but they just can't push themselves to do it. And you right. clearly can push yourself to do anything. <laughs> what, is that, what is that mystery oh, juice that's there? That's a great question. I would say I think about this a lot. So I've, I have a few strategies. One is to announce beforehand like, you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, make it as public as possible, put it on Facebook and Twitter, because then, like, the fear of humiliation is a really <laughs> good motivator. And essentially, you've done that. You've gotten these book contracts, one after exactly. another, to do these projects. So automatically, there's a lot of skin in the game for I you. know, exactly. Yeah, I'm taking it to the extreme, but you you don't need to just make an announcement. Um, another one I find very helpful is... I like to um, think about what the future self would be, like, uh, you know, the 70-year-old version of me, uh, because there's some, there's this theory by a Yale. You went to Yale, right? I did go there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I wasn't supposed to. But, uh, no, no, there's no shame no in it. No shame in Yale. <laughs> Lovely school. But... Uh, yeah, a Yale economist came up with this idea that we all have two selves, uh, and, and the future self and the current self are often at odds. The current self wants to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos, and the future self wants the current self to be on the treadmill. So the more you remind yourself of, the, of that future self, of your like 80-year-old version, 
the more motivated you will be. So I took this very literally for my health book and I took a photo and I digitally aged it so that I looked like I was 80 years old, you know, with gray hair. There are apps now that can do this. Oh, yeah. And I put it on top of my desk and that guy, the old AJ looking down on me is actually very motivating because I'm like, you know what? I really, I should, I should treat this guy with a little respect and get on the treadmill. You needed two pictures of AJ, the AJ that did all the right things and then the AJ that didn't do any of the right things. I love that idea. That's even better. There needs to be an app for that. Yeah. Here's what you'll look like if you keep smoking, keep, you know, drinking, keep eating Cheetos. (laughs) That is your, I'm not going to take, you should develop that right now. Oh, yeah. Cut this out and start developing. It's interesting. We talked to a, a coach named Tara Moore in a previous episode, and she talked about basically visualizing your, a future self, someone you want to be in 15 or 20 years, and using that person as your mentor, trying to sort of get in a in an internal dialogue with that person yeah. and keep them present in your life. So I it, find that very effective. Uh, I mean, I still remember Matthew McConaughey's Academy Awards speech where he said his hero was his self in 10 years, which I thought was very odd and creepy a little. And uh, <laughs> But at the same time, I understand it. Yeah, thinking about your future self is it's a great motivator. Well, when we come back, we're going to Talk about maybe being grateful to our future self. Excellent idea. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. We are talking with H.J. Jacobs, the best-selling author of Thanks a Thousand, A Gratitude Journey, and I want to go down that path with you on gratitude. Um, A, why? Why gratitude? And how did that come about? Well, it came about, uh, I'm I am not a grateful person uh, by nature. I talk about how I think we all have 
these two sides of our brains, the the Larry David side and the Mr. Rogers side. <laughs> so uh, I feel I was born with a very strong Larry David Oh, no, side. no, no. You've got such a Mr. Rogers energy. Well, like... it's all fake. We were talking about faking before. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, you're a good actor. Yeah, I don't uh, believe that completely. Uh, but okay, more Larry David than Mr. Rogers. Right. And I think all humans are, you know, when you hear a hundred compliments and one insult, you remember the insult. We're sort of evolutionarily wired to focus on that negative. And, uh, but I had read all of these uh, studies uh, about how important gratitude is, like that it is, uh, it helps with uh, your immune system and, uh, and recovery and happiness, saving on depre- depression. It's just endless. So I was like, I got to get in on this. And uh, so I started a little ritual before dinner with my family where I would say a, uh, a prayer of thanksgiving. But I'm not very religious. So in, instead of thanking God, I would thank uh, some of the people who helped with my meal, like thank the farmer who grew the tomatoes and the, the cashier at the grocery store who sold me the tomatoes. And my son, who was 10 at the time, he said, you know, that's fine, Dad, but it's also kind of lame because those people, <laughs> you know, that's a good point. So those people can't hear you. You know, you, if you cared, you would go and thank them in person. And I was, and that's when the light bulb went off. Can I just tell you, if that's what he's saying to you at 10, I fear for you. <laughs> because wait till 15, 16, and 17. Go ahead, though. Well, he's already two years older, and it's already. Uh, it's okay. No, no. Oh, it's, gotten, it's starting. Yeah, it's starting. Um, so you're going out in person and thanking everybody on the planet? Well, I loved this idea, and I decided to focus on coffee because I, I love my coffee. I need it. It's, it's not, you know, it's a necessity. And uh, so I decided, let me try to thank every person who had even the smallest role in making my morning cup of coffee and see how that affects me and, uh, and affects them. And so I did, and it took me several months, almost a year, and I went around the world and tried to thank every single person. And I took it wide because if you think about it, it is, it's mind-blowing the number of people who, uh, who are needed for every little thing in our lives. Uh, so there's the farmer of the coffee beans, of course. I went to South America and thanked, thanked them. But, uh, but there's also uh, the truck driver who drove the coffee beans, the, the logo designer uh, for the coffee shop. There's the people who paved the road, the people who painted the yellow lines in the road oh so gosh. the truck doesn't go into traffic and, you know, my, kill my uh But you know, <laughs> it's infinite because you, you can go down. It's like, remember that Fabergé commercial where they tell two friends and they exactly. tell two friends? Yeah. Well, because even just you take the truck, you've got the person that made the tires because those aren't the... That's not the truck driver. You've got the people who harvested the rubber. Why, you've got the entire fossil fuel industry. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) If you take one thing, you take it down deep enough, and you've touched almost every person on the planet. Well, that's it. I I decided I could spend the next 50 years thanking (laughs) people. You you can get up to hundreds of thousands. I decided I needed to cut it off at a thousand. Did you actually go physically thank a thousand people? Well, some of them I went and thanked in person. Some were by phone and some were by email. Uh, But I did thank 1,000 people. And it was funny because some of the reactions were varied. You know, some people were like, uh, 
you know, what's going, is this a pyramid scheme? Like, what are you trying <laughs> to sell suspicious, me? Yeah. <laughs> but the majority, it was, that were very, uh, you know, they were grateful to be thanked. Uh, I remember I called the woman who does pest control at the warehouse where my coffee is served, or stored. And I said, you know, I think, I know this sounds strange, but I just want to thank you for keeping the insects out of my coffee. And she said, well, that does sound strange, but thank you. You know, I don't get a lot of appreciation. And it made, she said it made her day, which in turn made my day. Because yeah. that's the one of the best parts of gratitude is a two-way street. You know, it, there is a selfish reason to thank people. It gives you a little uh, boost of dopamine. Uh, so that uh, I found, it, it was... A, in a sense, an incredible pain in the ass, <laughs> but it was also wonderful in some ways, and it was, and it just reminded me of the hundreds of things that go right every day, yeah. instead of the three or four that go wrong, which, which is what helps with that negative bias thing that you were talking about exactly. at the beginning. The fact that we just are wired to see the wrong. Yeah, we are very good at that. So I'm going to thank you now because one detail in your book that really stuck with me was it's not just saying the words thank you, it's actually looking at someone and trying trying to catch their eye, which by the way isn't that easy. Right. Because sometimes they're like off to the next thing, but trying to actually look at them the same way, what's the truth, when you say cheers, you're supposed to look each other in the eyes oh, for it that. to actually bring... Like there's sort of a good luck thing around that, that when you say cheers to people, you're supposed to raise your glass and look them in the eye when you oh, when you clink. And anyway, it's a habit that I am now trying to I am looking, pursue. looking you in the eye yes, right now. Yes, we are. We are exchanging deep and meaningful glances. But I think that that, <laughs> I, I, even just tiny changes like that. Well, that is lovely Make quite hear. a difference, and I've been doing it ever since I read it. Definitely. That resonated with me, yeah. Because yeah. that's what the barista told me, is that the worst part of her job is when people treat her like a vending machine and just thrust their credit card at her without yeah. even treating her like a human. And Although I love that the other barista's response to you every time you thanked him for your coffee was to say, when you would say, I'm really grateful for my coffee, you would say, as well you should be. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he had. He knew he had a drug. Right. And he could just re retract it. One pull of the arm <laughs> and it's gone. You also say there are different ways of embodying gratitude. It doesn't just have to be in the action of saying, thank you for my coffee. Can you uh, walk through some of those? Sure. You mean like different phrases people use or different... Because uh, there was an interesting study by Wharton that said if you actually mix up the phrase, thank you, and say something like, I'm very grateful, or, or you focus on a detail like, you know, oh, I know that the traffic must have been horrible. I'm so glad you were able to, you know, drive these coffee beans through New York traffic. The act of mixing it up makes it more meaningful for both parties. Uh, and uh, because otherwise, just saying thank you, it could be a reflex. It could be, you know, you, mm. it's almost like it becomes automatic. Uh, so I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Mix it up. You've mentioned your wife a couple times. So what has stuck in your relationship with this gratitude thing? And did she, I mean, I'm assuming that you showed her a lot of gratitude. Did she start to show it back? <laughs> I did show her a lot of gratitude. Well, this book she liked much better than many of my other books, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah, it can't be easy. Yeah, she did not like the beard. And, and this one was fine. I mean, she, uh, I, I did have to travel, so she didn't love that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I mean, uh, 
I do try to thank her every day for the little things because, you know, it, it's the same in relationships. It's so easy to focus on the two or three things that annoy you. And uh, I don't know how much science there is behind it, but I've, I've heard uh, psychologists talk about you want to do five compliments for every critique of your spouse. And huh. uh, that is hard. I will tell <laughs> but uh and my I told my kids that and they they will be like uh they'll be like you know you're great you're great you're great you're great you're great here's why you suck and then they'll go into a detail of why uh, so that <laughs> they didn't quite get the uh, the gist but I would say uh yeah trying to be thankful what by noticing like the five things uh and, and the what what uh, I think resonated is, again, how much just slips by our notice and we take for granted. Well, even something like, uh, you know, the uh, the liquid soap bottles in our bathroom. Yeah. I always thought they just somehow magically refilled themselves. The bathroom fairy. Yeah. The yeah. Fairy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm sure you have one. There's one in my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I she looks like me. It was... <laughs> So has has the uh, the grateful approach to your wife done anything for your relationship? Has it shifted at all? Do you notice that an attitude of gratitude towards each other makes things better? I think it makes a huge difference. I really do. Uh, because, yeah, I I think they take it. It's so easy to take for granted. Um, and I was actually just uh, reading something that says you want to put in about 60% of the work into your marriage because you've got to account for your own bias. So when you're putting in 60%, you're probably putting in maybe 40%. And if you're so, both putting in, truly putting in 60%, you've got a really awesome marriage there. That is a great marriage. You're at 120. <laughs> right. But my 60% is, yeah, I hope it's 40. I'd be happy with 40. So, uh, yeah. When we come back, we're going to do a deeper dive into gratitude with A.J. Jacobs. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. 
Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Before the break, we were discussing gratitude with the author of Thanks, A Thousand, A Gratitude Journey, H.H. Jacobs. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, I am very grateful. There you go. (laughs) Just trying to mix it up. All right. So we want to talk more. We want to unpack this whole gratitude thing because clearly it's beneficial. At least that's what you found with your research, your your personal guinea pig research. Your quest. Um, What... So for the listeners out there who want to, who really don't have a year to travel to South America and thank the coffee growers, how can they embody a more grateful approach to every day without it taking over their entire lives? Yes, yeah, that is a good question because I realize, yeah, not everyone, uh, it's not, not their job. But I would say one thing is just to remember that it is a discipline. It doesn't come naturally because I do think naturally, as we said, you have this negative bias. And I have found several rituals to be very helpful, several practices. Um, One that has uh, seems to have struck a chord with readers is before, uh, while I'm going to sleep, instead of counting sheep, I try to count things that I'm grateful for and I do it alphabetically. That's the trick that helps me. So, you know, starting with A, uh, it could be the apple pancakes that my kids made over the weekend on B, uh, it could be the, the TV show Barry on HBO, which I love. Oh, so good. It's Henry Winkler. <laughs> good. The part he was born to play, oh, Henry Winkler. It wasn't wonderful. the font. <laughs> what happens when you get to X? Well, I'm usually asleep by X. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing. I usually drift off around F or G. Because you want to avoid X because how many days can you think of it? That's an true. X thing that you're... Well, X-ray, yeah, I'm sure that I've broken bones before, so thank God for X-rays. Um, but uh, that is one simple trick that I use that has made... You know, I, I feel I wake up in a better mood. It might be the placebo effect, but I do feel like I wake up in a better mood. That's one. Another is... What Jill was talking about, just looking people in the eyes, just taking two seconds, because it's not just good for that person. It is good for you. Uh, I think we are programmed as humans for actual social face-to-face interaction, and we don't get enough of that. Um, Another is just taking a a moment, you know, know, we're all incredibly busy, but just taking a moment to notice things. This idea of, uh, I talk in the book, I guess, about... um, you know, smelling the roses, but also smelling the dirt and the fertilizer. Uh, just smelling, just experiencing everything, pausing for a second. You know, my coffee, which I have in here, it, hundreds, thousands of hours, hundreds and thousands of people. And I just... Uh, plug it down. Plug it down. Yeah. So take two seconds. That's all you need. Just leave it on your tongue and think about the the flavors and, you know, trying to distinguish the... The, the acid and the, uh, you know, the sweetness. And, you know, the people I dealt with could taste like, they're like, oh, this has um, apricot and upside down pineapple, upside down cake. And, then, you know, <laughs> I will never get there. But just taking two seconds to pause and savor. Savoring is very related to gratitude. And it is, uh, I don't think we talk about savoring. So gratitude enough. is a sensory experience. It can be. Mm. Absolutely. 
uh, yak. And I feel that that part of the way I like to look at my life is trying to um, to collect these sensory experience, these experiences, like a curator in a museum, and keep them in my mind. Mm. Uh, for instance, like when superstar Jill Hersey compliments <laughs> that I like to keep in my mind. Uh, so yeah, there. And, and another one, uh, and then I'll shut up. Is uh, just take a minute a day to focus on the hundreds of things that go right. Uh, so like you know, when you're in the subway. Uh, even if you missed the subway, just focus on the fact that, A, there is a subway. Uh, B, that, uh, you know, you didn't fall down the stairs when you got to it. Uh, C, you know, you're wearing a jacket and uh, it's chilly out, but you, at least you've got a jacket on. And the signs are in English and not in uh, in Croatian. You know, there's so much that went right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's funny, um, for all of our listeners who don't know this, New York City's subways are in a crisis right now. And we have a new commissioner of the subways, this guy, Andy Byford, who actually seems super competent and great. And he was, I was listening to him on NPR the other day, and he was talking about how they've stabilized the, essentially the rate of decline. They've stabilized the rate at which trains run behind. And so there's an 80% on time um, arrival and departure now of subways. So in the midst of thinking about, <laughs> about your book, AJ, which has really stuck with me, I thought to myself, okay, think about the 80%. 80% of the time you get there and the New York City subway system is incredible. It goes all over the boroughs. You get there when you're supposed to. 20% of the time, it sucks. I love that. And you want to put a fork in your eye, but... 80% of still be minus. 80%. <laughs> I know, it's still be minus, but but it is kind of... No, it's good. It's it, good. Well, you it's graduate kind of with a B minus, you still... It would be like... You graduate great. with a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, baseball, what is it? 300 is good, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Or something? Yes. I don't know baseball. But. Well, I love that. And that reminds me of something I try to tell my kids. You know, the, the old cliche about, do you see the glass half full or half empty? I tell them that is actually... I don't think that's the right perspective. I think you should take a step back. And the fact that we can turn this little metal knob mm -hmm. and get clean yep. water is shocking. This is not true for 99% of human history. It's not true for billions of people around the world who have to hike to wells for hours. And the fact that we can do it. So don't think about whether it's half empty or half full. Think about, oh, my God, I can't believe that there's water in my glass at all. Yes. So that, that kind of perspective shift. Yeah, 80%. Pretty good. Well, Jill and I were having this conversation before you came in about this idea of shifting to being grateful all the time for whatever the situation is. Half full, half empty. Just be glad there's water in the glass. Right. But does that lead to complacency? Oh. Could you just kick back and go, hey, it's all good, and then you right. never you never strive for anything better? I love that question because I thought about that a lot, and I thought that is the danger of, you know, uh, of gratitude is that you'll just want to, you know, be satisfied. Yeah, with I mean, things think as of the revolutions are. that would never have happened without <laughs> exactly. without disgruntled <laughs> people. But uh, I've talked to several psychologists and read up on, and the good thing is, empirically, this does not check out. It actually turns out that when you are grateful, you are more pro-social. You want to pay it forward. You want to make the world a better place. And I saw this a little anecdotally. So. Just being aware of all that went into my water 
that I was just talking about. You know, I went up to the the reservoir in upstate New York and saw the thousands of people who uh, who make it possible, the scientists and engineers, the, the rangers who have to pick up cow poop and deer poop so it doesn't run into a reservoir. That's not easy. So this just got me thinking more and more about how lucky we are to have water, and it made it inspired me to to be a part of this organization that provides safe water containers. And you know, I'm not going to get a Nobel Peace Prize, but it's it's like it's a tiny step, and it's because of gratitude. And I also feel that you know, I I've, I've battled depression over the years, and uh, and when I am depressed, one of the best ways I find to get out of it is to try to help other people, just be grateful for other people and then help them. Uh, because if you think too much about your own happiness, uh, I feel paradoxically you, you're you not always happy. Mm, that's interesting. So, I mean, thanks for, for bringing up the topic of, of depression. And I do feel like it comes up in, in this space pretty frequently because U-turns um, can often bring on that you know, those those really vulnerable, dark moments in life. But do you feel like the U-turns that, as Lisa said, you've engineered have helped you to deal with those? Or do you do you initiate them to keep from going to that dark place in, oh, in some that's ways? That's a great question. I think a little of both. Um, but I definitely think that a lot of these have given me tools to help, you know, that uh, they're not the only tools I use, but but. Something like gratitude, there's a lot of research that gratitude is a very good tool to use in reducing or or avoiding depression. Um, and I also feel the idea of just doing things, forcing yourself to do things that we talked about uh, and and acting, you know, acting, as I say, like if I woke up in a bad mood, I, I would often wake up in my usual default grumpy mood for this, but I would force myself to write the thank you notes and make the calls. And after a couple of hours, the mind would catch up with my actions. Were you happier working on this project than you were on previous books? Definitely in some, yes. I mean, I, there are parts of all of my books that I love, but then there are parts that are just incredibly painful. Like, like the, um, yeah, the health book, for instance, was physically painful. <laughs> you didn't and enjoy the treadmill I for how many not. thousands of miles? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I also, I got a colonic and that I didn't enjoy <laughs> at all. But you felt so thin afterwards. Your stomach, tummy was so flat. I, I was it. I don't know if it was. <laughs> yes, but if you want to be dead, it doesn't matter that your tummy is flat. <laughs> so yeah, this one was definitely one that I recommend to people. I mean, I recommend that they do it in a small way, as I say, you know, not going around the world, but even just pledging to look people in the eyes and thank them, writing thank you notes. There's lots of research on actually physically handwriting a thank you note has has more impact. Oh my impact. God, the lost art, right? It is a lost art. Yeah. And as part of this, I'm actually writing a thousand handwritten thank you notes to <laughs> readers. And I, I... I'm not always so happy that I made that pledge because I'm only up to like 632. But uh, but on the other hand, it is it definitely reminds me how lucky I am to be able to do this for a living. Well, we are very lucky to have had you here today. So thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. I am very grateful. I had a lovely time. Sorry I brought up poop. (laughs) 
<laughs> it came up multiple times, we're, which we're I think sorry. we're just going to have to think it was about. Fun. <laughs> um, readers, for more from listeners, AJ Jacobs. Listeners, listeners sorry. Uh, listeners, for more on AJ Jacobs, go to ajjacobs.com and at AJ Jacobs. And again, thank you for coming. And thank you, Alicia Haywood, our wonderful producer, for setting this up today. And thank you, listeners. If you want to reach out to us with your stories of gratitude, go to at U-Turns Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review. Thank you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.